Okay, this week we're doing a book review. And uh, we're not uh, watching a movie or uh, or TV show this week. Okay, we're going to try to enlighten our minds with something educational. Uh, this week we're reading a book called The Math Kids. Uh, it's uh, book four in a series of books written by David Cole. And um, this is uh, book number four called The Encrypted Clue. Okay, and it's illustrated by Shannon O'Toole. Now, uh, Ariana is going to review the book for us. Ariana, uh, what uh, age do you think is appropriate for this uh, book? I think it's 8 plus because it has, like, ciphers and and codes that little, little kids probably wouldn't know about. Yeah, I don't think um, Rayon here could uh, ever uh, read, this. read this book yet. Is that right, Rayon? No, I read stuff. I did a cipher. You did a cipher too? Yeah, he did a pig pen cipher inside this book. My sister made a cipher for me and I solved it easily. That's because you had the the key. Okay, fine, fine. Maybe in a little bit he'll learn how to read better and do that book. Anyhow, um, can you give us a little uh, review on this book? Give us a a little... um, Summary of what what this book is about. Okay. Well, in this, the a new kid, the new kid, Stephanie Lewis, finds a secret writing in the margin of a book that she that she had just gotten. It and it's about the history of the town that she's in. Okay, and um, who's your favorite character in the book? Um. I think it's Catherine. Okay, and uh, name all the characters in the book. There's Catherine, Stephanie, uh, Justin, and Jordan. So basically, it's uh, like a group of kids and they solve uh, mysteries, but uh, they use math. Math, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're like really super smart. Right? Yeah. They're like yeah. they're it's like the kids from ABC Mysteries, except it's math. It's like the opposite. Oh wow. You know, there used to be a show uh a long time ago where uh uh a detective and his brother, who was a super math genius, they used to solve crimes together. And uh the show was called Numbers. So it's kinda like that. But this time it's like with the little kids, right? Yeah, I I think they're in, like, elementary school, I think. Uh, They're kind of like your age, right? Yeah, yeah, they're in Mc, McNair Elementary. Okay, and um, you uh, you solved some of the, some of the, the, the puzzles that were inside this uh, book? Yeah, there were actually ciphers. I solved the pig pen cipher, with, which uh, was very easy. It's... Okay. It's a very easy cipher, but some people think, and it's different than, and ciphers are different than codes, because codes, it's going to be really hard to find that out because you need a whole code book. Okay. Uh, a cipher, yeah. ciphers a lot of people know about, because there could be different ciphers that you already know, like like a pig pen cipher, people already might already know about that, so it's very easy to find that out, that one out. Yeah, um... You know, uh, Ariana 
when she figured out how to do the cipher, she was leaving ciphers for everybody in the house to solve. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, um, in this book, yeah. Justin, he's a very smart, and he thinks that actually Mr. Mainyard is actually still alive, and he, he left that clue to, right now, like right before Stephanie got the book. Because that that uh, cipher, it's ve- it's very easy to do, and and it could take like five or two minutes. Oh, so was there any cipher or um, puzzle inside the book that was kind of hard to solve? Uh, I didn't really know the weighing one for like the fake coin and the real coin because I didn't really understand it. I I don't think I'm up to that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there was some. You mean other f- you're not up to that in school yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you already read the whole book, right? Yeah, but then there was also one of this frequent frequency one that I knew nothing about. I'm not really up to percentages yet. Okay, so uh, you can tell everybody how old you are. I'm nine. And what grade you're in? I'm in fourth grade, but this year I'm going to be ten. So. Yeah, but these kids are in the same uh, uh, grade, aren't they? I think they might be in fifth. Really? You better Plus, start. You better start getting smarter to solve these things. I don't know. I thought you were in a gifted and talented class. Okay. Yes. 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 Well, somebody has them as studying, I guess. I do study. By the way, uh, you, uh, you like this book, right? Yeah. Would you uh, want to read all the other uh, books in the series? Yeah, I would. Also, there's going to be a fifth one coming out. Yeah, there's, it's, a, it's a book series, so it should have a fifth one. And maybe a sixth one, and a seventh one, and an eighth one. Also, it also talks about the per- periodic table of the elements. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, you didn't learn the periodic table yet. No. No. But, uh, you know, it's good. It's a good book for uh, little kids. Uh, it mixes math and um, science. Where the periodic table is basically science, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it mixes uh, science and uh, math. And, and and the periodic table of elements, that really helped them out with their mystery. Because there it said something about... And one of the clues, it said something about the number 75. And when she looked on the table, she found the number 75. Yeah? No, 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 wait, not 75. Uh, Looking. Yeah. Looking. This might take a long time. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a good book for for kids to learn math and science and mix in mystery and adventure. And ah, seventy nine, which equals which means gold. So they were basically looking for gold. That's what they need to look for. Oh, so so they're looking for something on the periodic table that matches. Yeah. What they're looking for. Okay, I see. I see. So now you can actually um, use this book. Uh, to learn about, you know, science and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Also, yeah. also... Yeah. There has... There was also some man with a beard that has been following some of them around. And when... And at the end of the book, they find out that that... That that... This is a spoiler alert. That that... 
Th- that person is Mr. Mainyard. Oh, the same guy that left the clue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you think, uh, is there any, like, uh, like lingering plots in it that's gonna, like, wasn't solved? Or everything was solved in this book? Well... Hmm? No? Uh, they got second place. Mm. So. I mean, you didn't read the other books, so did you understand it, basically? Yeah. Took me a long time to figure out who's who, but then I accidentally went to the back of the book, and then I found out who's Stephanie and who's Catherine. Oh, okay. So, basically. So, so Catherine was the one who wears the 55 on her shirt. So, basically, you don't have to read the other books to understand the book. So, you can just pick up this book and, uh,. Start reading and understand it right away. Okay, so yeah, uh, let's. Yeah, it like explains everything. So let's give it a rating. What are you gonna give it? Thumbs up. Thumbs up with, with all of my feet and thumb- hands. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, it's a big thumbs up. So, uh, parents out there, if you uh, have some kids uh, around like uh, fourth or fifth grade, this is a great book. For them to read. It's the Math Kids series. And, uh, you know, they have four books. Uh, uh, let me see Let me see where all the what names of all the books are. The first one. No, can I say it? Yeah, the first one is called. What? The first one is the Primetime Burglars. The second one is a se- sequence of events. The third one is an unusual pattern. And the fourth one, which is this one, is an encrypted clue. All right. That's cool. So uh, check them out. And you can buy them. Uh, all over the place on bookstores and uh, maybe on Amazon and wherever books are sold. All right? This episode is sponsored by Audible. You know, you can get thousands of great selections of audiobooks plus exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. And... You know, you can get theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and best of all, even podcasts like this one. And all you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash podcast, And you'll get 30 days free when you sign up. You know, when you download titles... You know, you can listen to them offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. And if you can't decide what you want to listen to, don't worry. You can keep the credits for up to a year. And then you can binge them all in a whole series if you like. So, go to audibletrial.com com slash the geeky dad podcast and get your free trial on us help out the show help out yourself and listen to great audiobooks with a-list talent narrating right now i'm listening to artemis narrated by rosario dawson you know, it feels cool to have, uh, like, uh, a celebrity narrating to you. It makes you feel special. So, try it out. AudibleTrial.com slash TheGeekyDad. And, you know, if you can't remember that, there's a link in the show notes. And, uh, you know, just click on it, sign up, and help out the show and help yourself.
Okay, we're here today with um, writer David Cole. He has a, a series of books called The Math Kids. Um, Mr. Cole, um, the kids on the show, the, the Multiverse Kids, they uh, reviewed uh, the encrypted clue, okay? Um, my daughter loves the book, okay? And Great. Because of you, she got me, she, she's doing encryptions all over the house <laughs> me to figure out, okay? <laughs> so you're going to have to read the book to figure out what she's talking about now. I know, I figured out the encryption. I'm very okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, she, she, she loves um, to solve like puzzles and uh, she, she loves math and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, I thought what you're doing, sir, is God's work, in my opinion, because, you know, it's hard to engage kids and teach them at the same time and have fun and entertain them. And, and this book does all of that. And, you know, um, you know, a, a lot of people can't figure out the right recipe to make math fun you know, and I think a lot of kids, um, I mean, not my kids, my kids love math, but some kids who are not into learning math too much, you know, if, if they read this book, they'll probably like math better, I think. Yeah, and that was the point, right? It was never about so much teaching math. It was really about come up with a good story. Kids are going to like a story. If a little bit of math sneaks in the window while they're, while they're reading the book, and they come out. And for those who want to learn more, there's puzzles in the book. There's an appendix with more stuff. There's teacher's guides, all kinds of things. But if somebody wants to just read a story, they can still have fun with the book. So uh, that was kind of the goal. So it, it sounds like maybe I hit the mark and that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, if I can describe it, it's like, uh, you know, uh, Hardy Boys, uh, Stranger Things, uh, Scooby-Doo, meets, um, you know, math. <laughs> right. Little Encyclopedia Brown thrown in there. Those are right, all, right, all right, kind of books right. I read growing up. And, and I'm yeah. sure that influenced it as, I, as yes. I was doing it. Yes. Um, the kids actually had a couple of questions for right. I First of all, I'm, I'm terrified of multiverse kids because I've been listening to podcasts and very bright and man, they were tearing apart you know, Spider-Man's costume. So I went, oh no, this is going to be trouble. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a little little scared of the questions, but happy to answer. Yes, yes. Well, they like your, your, your book. So you shouldn't be too scared, okay? Um, now, this is from my daughter. Uh, she wants to know, why is the number 55 Catherine's favorite number? So that, that actually came out, Catherine was introduced in, in book two. So it's a, it's a series of books and you can pick up any one of them, just start wherever they are. But there are some things that, that kind of happened uh, in the books. And, and it talks a little bit more about why that's her, her favorite number. And she wears a shirt that's got that on there all the time. Uh, and I go through some of this stuff, but one of the things we talked about uh, in, in the series was uh, something called the Fibonacci sequence. And it's a sequence of numbers, starts with one and one, you add those together to get two, and one and two, you get three, and two and three, you get five, and, and, and so on. That's the 10th number in the Fibonacci sequence. And that's why 
uh, she was thro so thrilled with her. Her father's a math professor at the college and, and uh, always was having her look at numbers and find out what's special about a particular number. And I still do that with my, my kids, even as they've, they've gotten older. I'll go 17, talk to me about 17. And they'll just come up with crazy things about the number 17. So uh, yeah, that's a great question. Okay, uh, this is the next um, question. Um, she wants to know why did you use the pig pen cipher? Uh, that was one of the first ones I had learned growing up as, as a kid. And my friends and I would, would write, you know, secret messages back and forth to each other. It's also a very easy one to pick up and learn. So in the book, the, the guy that wrote that didn't have a lot of time. So he was able to quickly put a, a secret message into the book. So that's why, that's why I chose that one. Cause it was, it was quick, um, uh, for the man who wrote it in. Okay. Uh, her third question is, um, what are your plans for the future of this series? Um, so five books are out. Uh, book six, uh, The Triangle Secret, comes out in uh, April of this year. Um, book seven comes out in October a year. Um, my publisher is, uh, kind of likes publishing in April and um, October. So there'll be uh, two a year, um, at least for the next two years. Um, I'm also looking at the next three books. I'm always kind of thinking ahead of what else can I write about. So uh, book six is, uh, book four was my favorite book, the, the Encrypted Clue, up until book six. And book six, there's, there's some international intrigue, and then they get involved with the FBI, and there's a, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on with that. So that was pretty excited, exciting. I, I've also noticed each of the books gets longer and longer. Um, because I have more and more I want to write about. First book, I think, was uh, 120 pages, and now they're like 200 pages, and my next one's closer to you know, 250 pages, and um, uh, which, is, which is not a good idea, because I get paid the same amount for writing more words. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it, uh, they're, they're fun to write, and um, I just, I, you know, so, so there'll definitely be, definitely be more of them, and I was thinking about, I would love to get your kids' opinions on this, um, I was thinking about a book where it is just more just kind of short puzzle-y kind of things for kids who really like to do puzzles, just kind of a, a one-off uh, book on that. So uh, I've been kind of putting a little bit of that down on paper as I, as I go along. That's actually a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Something they can, um, you know, maybe even a, a computer game. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, uh, uh, that would be fun. We're trying to get Tom Holland to star in the movie. <laughs> but I don't know. It seems to be booked up with lots of things right now, so probably yeah. not going to happen. I was going to tell you, you know, um, you know, th this is a really a great idea for a, a TV show, like on PBS, especially. You know. Um, yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be fun. I and you could have different. Uh, you know, you wouldn't have to do a whole story in an episode. You could break that over a couple different episodes uh right uh, and so and i actually talked to my publisher is from uh, canada uh and i was up in toronto at a book signing and i actually met with uh, a guy that does animated kind of series so we did talk about that it's been then COVID hit and that kind of slowed everything down so we'll yeah. see what happens after that i think it would be i think it would be fun though yeah and i i, I was thinking what about a spinoff like uh the the science kids Actually, I think that would be fun as well, because you got a ton of topics that you could do. I've also been asked about a, a younger series 
uh, more of a picture book with the, you know, the young math kids um, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I have a great illustrator that I love working with. So um, yeah, that might be fun to do as well. But in, and part of this came from uh, the Magic Tree House books. Was right. kind of just, you know, and it was, I, I love those books. My kids love those books. My, my kids love those books as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, and it, I think it's great that you can learn a little bit, still have some fun doing it. Uh, and I've had, I've had parents contact me and say, my son hates to read, but I told him there was a little math and they were interested in math and that got him to read. I've also had other parents go, my kids love to read, but they hate math. But now they're giving math kind of another look like, hey, maybe there's something there that could work for them. So, uh, you know, if so I've, I've kind of hit the mark with, with what I'm trying to do. Have some fun, learn a little bit of math. And uh, uh, I think one of the reasons kids struggle with math sometimes is you don't see anything exciting about math. It's especially at a young age, it's a lot of worksheets and it's a lot of this basic stuff you're learning. So some of the stuff that are in these books are stuff that they may not see again for another six or seven years, but it's like, oh, there's a whole possibility of what math can do. It can be used in everyday situations. Um, so that's really what I'm trying to get. Just get kids excited. Once they're excited about math, they'll go and learn some on their own. Right, right. You know, uh, when, when I was uh, reading the book with the kids, I was telling them, you know, uh, it kind of reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you remember, there was a show on CBS uh, called Numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they solve crimes with math. <laughs> so yeah, yeah kind of like the elementary school version of uh, of numbers. Yes, uh, yes. If you think about it, yeah, you know, and and plus they're you know they're really good friends. They're really they're really close friends. They yeah. they have each yeah. other's backs, and uh, you know that's good to see those friendships as well. The first book, there were there was one girl and two boys, um, mm. and they happen to be named after my kids. And uh, my daughter gave me a lot of trouble. She goes, it can't be two boys and one girl. You need another girl. So I had to introduce <laughs> another character in book two just to kind of keep my, my you know, my daughter speaking to me. Okay. How, how many kids do you have, by the way? I have uh, three kids. Three kids. Yeah. So uh, um, how, boys, girls, how, what? Uh, my oldest uh, is a daughter. Uh, she's actually finished medical school now and she practices wow. med medicine. Um, my middle son, uh, Jordan, uh, has Down syndrome, so he kind of hangs with us at, at uh, home. Mm -hmm. And my youngest son, uh, so um, they've, uh, I, I, you know, I'm the, kind of the dumbest one in the house most of the time. So <laughs> yeah, it's okay, I can live with that. Yeah. So how, let's go back and how did how did the idea began for this for this book? Like, uh, did you write before? I've written some plays and things like that, but um, so I've always enjoyed it and some short stories and things. So I always enjoyed that part of it, but uh, I was running a math camp for elementary school kids. And uh, what I found was to keep them interested, my gosh, it was summertime and their parents were making them go to a math camp. So kind of torture. So I said, it's gotta be fun for them. So I used stories and I used all kinds of games and things to, to teach subjects without them you know, getting beaten over the head with, with math. Uh, I actually had some time on my hand and I said, you know what, I'm going to write a, a book on how to run a summer math camp. And I wrote about two pages and said, oh, this is a really boring book. I would much rather tell some of the stories. So I just started making a fictional account where I used some of the stuff I had, I had done. And uh, I'd actually written three books just 
kind of playing with it. I hadn't even tried to publish him. Talked to a guy I worked with. He goes, you ought to try to get him published. And I said, no. And he goes, no, really try, try. So I uh, reached out to a publisher and the very first publisher I talked to uh, sent me a contract the same day, said, yeah, we'll, we'll take the first three books. And wow. uh, since the first two came out, they said, what about four, five, and six? Do you have a few more wow. ideas? And I said, oh, and, yeah, and there's I, a lot of math out there. <laughs> how did you even approach that publisher? Because um, it's a publisher in Canada. Like, how did you even approach I, uh I used a, there was a website that had a list of publishers and agents, uh, and I actually thought they were an agent, so I didn't even get that part of it right, so right. Uh, I just wrote kind of a query letter saying this is this is what it's about, I've got three books for you to take a look at, sent them a couple sap, uh, sample chapters, uh, they asked for the whole books, and I sent wow. them up, and, wow. and they said, yeah, let's, let's make this happen. So, That's a real uh, success awesome. story, yeah, because a lot of writers, you know, they work years and years and don't get none, no, no reply back from the companies or anything like that. And you didn't even have a, like a, an agent or anything, right? No, I still can't get an agent. I've still been trying to get an agent. Uh, wow. I did publish another book. Uh, um, and I also get that published through a different publisher. So yeah. I've, I've not been doing the, the traditional route where you have right. an agent that's selling these. So I've managed to get directly to publishers uh, to get those, to get those out. And uh, I think I just found a little, you know, a little market that's a little in there, niche, that right? Say, hey, nobody's doing this. Let's, right, right. This is great. We'll be unique. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're in the same boat. I, I, I wrote like uh, three, three books without an agent and <laughs> three different publishers. Right. Yeah. Good. Good for you. And so you know, it's tough. Uh, but but then sometimes you go, I don't know. That was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So maybe there's a little luck involved, or maybe what you've got is really good, and they go, Yeah, we we want mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Um. How'd you find uh, the illustrator for the book? The, the publisher hooked you up with that? publisher actually found the illustrator uh, for me. And uh, she's just been a dream to work with. You send her a copy of the book. She reads it. She comes up with the co covers, the in interiors. And um, and she'll yeah. always send it to me and say, do you like this? And, I'll, and I don't think I've, I think one time I said, could you make this person shorter or taller or move them over to the side? I think that's the only advice. I did not know what the characters look like until I got I got book one. And the one that I call Justin, who's my my youngest son, is is actually kind of tall and thin, but he's kind of the shorter, a little bit pudgier a character. And he goes, why'd you make me short? And I said, I didn't make you short. I I I she wrote you in just the way that it came out. So uh yeah, she's been uh, she's been a delight to work with. Uh are you um releasing this book uh, around the world in different languages and yeah, it's now been translated into uh, six languages. Uh, Turkish is the latest language. Oh, wow. um, uh, also uh, Chinese. So that's mm. my reason. I don't know how that came out, but uh, I love what the, I couldn't read it, but the, the title of the book in Mongolian looks like a math equation. So uh, it's like <laughs> perfect. I love this. There's some X's uh, in there and uh, 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 almost looks like equal sign. So uh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. So I think we're on four continents and six different languages. And uh, again, my publisher is taking care of all that. They've got a, um, a translator that they work with. And um, so so that part's been uh, been going really well. And um, uh, that's the joy of having a publisher is they can do that and contracts and things that I wouldn't have the first clue. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, uh, because of COVID, you probably can't do any like book signings or anything like that. I mean, um 
how how's that affected uh, the way you're marketing the book? Because uh, book signings yeah. really help. A book. They do. Yeah, they do. I uh, first book signing I did just a, a quick side story. I went to a it was in Toronto and it was at a big librarian and teachers convention. And uh-huh. I'm in my booth and I've got my books and it's the first time I'm signing. I'm all excited. And I look at the line and the booth kind of next to me, kind of uh, a little diagonal for me. And this line, I've got about 15 people in my line. And I'm feeling pretty good about this. I look at this line. It does not end. It is going around corners. It's going upstairs. It's coming back. And it's Dave Pilkey who does the uh, the Dogman books and yeah. And this yeah. line is just going on forever and i'm i'm and i was like oh well maybe someday but right now i got my 15 people so <laughs> i'm excited about that i did end up signing i think about 200 books so right i, I thought that was pretty successful for my uh my first time that's I love very, doing that that's, that's very good yeah yeah that's very good yeah i mean uh i when i did my first signing i it was like i was i felt like a natural high came on me you know yeah oh it's it's a wonderful feeling that somebody's actually uh, you know, one in this and they're exciting. They're asking me questions. And, uh, um, you know, the most, the second most exciting thing for me is getting emails from kids. And uh, I had um, uh, two kids. It was a, a guy that I work with uh, and he's got twin girls and I, I met them just, um, they've, they've shown up in Zoom meetings and things. And I, uh, um, I asked him, I said, can I, I need some twins in a book. Can I put your, your kids' names in here? And he goes, oh yeah, absolutely. So I put them in there. And he sent me a video of them reading, uh, the, the girls were reading the book and they were videotaping and they got to their names in the book and just their expressions were just hilarious. And then they set up a Zoom call with me because they wanted to ask questions and it was just the most fun. Uh, it is, like you say, like a natural high. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I really, uh, I think this, this book, you know, um, have you contacted anybody in the um, Board of Ed to see uh, if they'd be interested in having this book be a part of their curriculum in some way, I have talked to uh, I have talked to some uh, math departments in uh, school districts, and there's a couple that have ordered sets. And, and obviously, as an author, that's great because they're you know buying quantities uh, of those. And uh, I probably would be doing more of that certainly locally, uh, uh, except everything's kind of shut down right now. As soon as that opens up again. I'm going to try to get into to more of that because I think that's a, a, you know, it's, it's great. I had a teacher say, we use this book, we read it aloud. And when we get to a puzzle, we break into groups and the kids solve the puzzles and they that's, love it. They can't wait for another break. And there's a puzzle in there. And, yeah. okay, can we solve the puzzle? And I said, you know, that's perfect. You got kids excited about, you know, a logic problem or doing some math and, uh, yeah. you know, it's a teacher's dream. Yeah. I mean, uh, is this book um, available digitally? Uh, it is, yeah. So they they do have uh, there's ebook versions of it as well as uh, as well as the print versions. Okay, good, good. Um, but yeah, uh, you- there are teachers guides for each of them too. So the publisher did put out uh, a teachers guides for each of them specifically for uh, for classrooms, and they do some marketing into uh, children's education uh, markets as well. That's that's wonderful. Uh, but I really think, you know, uh, somebody in Hollywood or, or, or somebody in Silicon Valley, you should contact Mr. Cole here and see if you can get like a, a movie deal or TV deal or, or you know, a, a, a video game deal. 
because you know um this is a this is a prime french franchise right here it needs to be seen by everybody you know i mean uh, i know i i, I uh, promote a lot of pop stuff you know superheroes and all that stuff but you know this should be what kids are focusing on i think you know well i appreciate that that's uh, very kind words and yeah send them my way i'd love to talk to them <laughs> uh so uh you you have any plans for anything um outside of the math kids franchise so to speak no i'm, I'm always writing i always keep a couple of story ideas and and uh i i did a ya novel a young adult novel and uh and i've got a couple of adult novels that i i think about but uh this is going to probably keep me busy for the next at least two or three years, uh, which is great. I, I always look forward to, I'm a, I'm a different kind of writer. I, um, my, I have a new editor and she said, can you send me an outline of your next book? And I said, I said, no, I really, I don't write that way. I, I have an, I, I have an idea and, and usually it's based around a math concept that one bigger math concept. And uh, this latest book that I'm writing, kids are on a plane, they're headed to London and and I know I'm going to talk about artificial intelligence. It's going to be kind of the, the theme around the book. Mm -hmm. um, and I, but I don't know where it goes. And sometimes it leads me in a different direction. So it's fun for me to write because I don't know what the ending is, even yeah. when I'm, I'm writing it. And uh, so to me, it's enjoyable. I, I write as a reader and yes. I'll go back and read. Going, oh, yeah, I love that. That was fun. That's the best way to write as a writer. You always write for yourself first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you and it's fun. And the, yeah. the nice thing about a series is you can kind of grow with the, the characters. The characters are getting getting older now. Uh, in fact, the book I'm doing, they're between fifth and sixth grade now. So they're oh, going to be going okay. into more of a middle school kind of setting, which can open up different different storylines. And Right. Uh, right. Uh, and I mean, are so, you going to, um, as the kids age in the books, um, would it would the book get more sophisticated? geared towards that age group as well it will right so it's kind of like i you know my my kids were big harry potter fans exactly you know and if you look at book one versus book seven just in length and and sophistication and they got a little darker near the end of, as right. well and if you could and my daughter grew up with that that series and it was it was perfect so so i'm trying to do the same thing i certainly not comparing these to harry potter but but, you know, to be able to have them grow, this, the story ideas can get more complex. The math can get tougher as well. So that's, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Um, well, let's go back to when you were a little, little, little cold. Okay. <laughs> when you're a little kid, um, were you always interested in like uh, math, like, like how you are now? Yeah, I probably always always liked uh, I like solving problems. Um, so I don't know if it was uh, always always math, but math was probably my favorite favorite subject as I uh, as I grew up. And I always wanted to. I remember third grade. I remember my teacher. Um, I, you know, I would learn how to do the math, but I would never turn in the homework. And she called my parents. I have to to give him a, you know a D in this class. My my. Mom goes, what? What? He's really good at math. She goes, yeah, he gets hundreds on all of his tests. He didn't like doing the homework. 
So I really just kind of needed to be challenged. Once I learned how to do it, I wanted something else. So I did end up doing a lot of stuff on my own. I did turn to my homework after that, that's for sure. But uh, so yeah, I'm always like that and just solving problems. I like building things and tinkering. And uh, I'm teaching a class in a, in a few weeks on magic for elementary oh. school kids. I know nothing about magic. So I've been learning I've been learning magic and 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 how to build magic tricks and and things like that. So I've been doing a lot of study and just anything new. I love jumping into that, and uh, we'll see how that goes. It could be an unmitigated disaster, but who knows? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it. I think maybe you can add. Um, I know there's there there's some uh, magic tricks uh, that deal with math as well, like mathematical yeah. magic tricks. Have you uh, gone into that? Yeah, there'll certainly be there'll certainly be one of the classes is going to be on the the math side of uh, things. Uh, I used to have to run this elementary math camp, and and I had one kid that for about three days he he was kind of going through the motions. He wasn't excited about anything, and we started doing Mobius strips, uh, which can be pretty amazing. And you cut these in half, and they don't do what you think they're going to do, and they they form different shapes than you think. And he did this for about ten minutes. And he comes up to me and he said, "Mind blown." Was his only, and I said, okay, I got to it. And then he spent the next like two hours cutting these strips and doing all this this uh, this stuff with them. And uh, when I would teach math classes, I would always do something with that. And they're always, I it just amazed. I, I you know they always called it math magic. So so I'll certainly uh, spend at least one one class, one of the six classes, uh, talk about the math side of things. That's great. That's great. Um, so uh, when when you were a kid uh what what exactly like uh did you get obsessed about like like fandom wise like uh like which TV shows you used to like when you were growing up yeah well you know going back a ways but i love johnny quest and uh, uh, uh you yeah, know those yeah. uh, so so a lot of cartoons but i i like the uh, i mean there's there's a little bit of uh, johnny quest in this yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. i'm just missing a dog named bandit <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get a dog in there. Uh, yeah, I loved uh, loved the Hardy Boy books to read. Oh yes, Hardy uh, Boys. I loved loved comic books. Yes, um, not Marvel. Surprisingly, I was I was on the uh, was on the DC side. Uh, uh, I'm a DC guy myself. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, of course, Marvel's done just such a good job with the movies and tying things together, and you can't miss anything because I they know. tie them all together. You have to watch every single movie and TV show, where you feel like you left out. <laughs> So exactly geniuses over there I, exactly I, they know how to grab you <laughs> right right and whereas dc seemed yeah. uh, more kind of character by character it was superman yeah. or it was batman or it was green lantern right or whatever it was right. but uh, marvel did a great job of tying them in together have you uh have anybody approached you on turning the books into like a graphic novel or anything because i know that I, you know graphic novels yeah graphic novels are hot Right very now. big, very big, and um, yeah, I uh, I think that would be I think that would be fun. I think that'd be a fun way to do that. In fact, maybe the puzzle one I, I thought about maybe that should be, could. be more of a, could. of a graphic novel. Yeah, 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 that's a really good idea. Because I've seen a lot of uh, you know they're taking a lot of young adult books and translating them into graphic novels now, like Babysitters Club. I think Hardy Boys also, you know, right. And any any time you can get kids to read right and enjoy it. Doesn't really matter if it's an ebook or if it's a graphic novel or if it's a comic book or if it's an old-fashioned novel. If they're reading, they're going to absorb some knowledge. They're going to pick up some stuff, vocabulary, and and just 
different thoughts than they, they have. And so anything that gets them to do it, I think is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, my, my daughter is probably obsessed with reading all the time. And I mean, it, it gets um, so crazy that sometimes she's hiding a book to read <laughs> at the dinner table. Okay. <laughs> so uh, a lot of times, you know, and you won't believe this, but you know, she can have like, I'll say a, an iPad over here. Right. And you think she's on the iPad, you know, playing around. Then when I take the iPad away, there's a book behind the iPad. <laughs> Just the opposite, right? It used to be, it's, you hide behind a history book and you're, you're reading a comic book behind that. But now, now they're, they're, you know, oh, it's an iPad. No, it's a book. It's really a book. <laughs> these days. So that's hilarious. Yeah. You know what? And, and to me, I, um, I, you know, my son went to a, a top-notch school. My daughter went to Harvard. And I've had parents say, how did you get, how did your daughter get in Harvard? I said, I would love to say there was a, a magic formula. She loved to read. Um, we did a lot of reading together, which I think mm -hmm. is important as a parent. And uh, I said, once a kid is obsessed with reading, they're going to just absorb knowledge. And th right. that's all it is. After that, it's easy. You know, yeah. you get them excited about that. They'll find subjects they like and read more and more about that. And uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, th that's basically what I'm trying to do with this show. You know, I'm, I'm trying to tell parents, you know, you have to engage with your kids in conversation. And uh, I mean, we don't really watch that much TV in our house. We watch one thing every week and then we sit down and we discuss about it afterwards. And, you know, I think it's a great way to express yourself with the kids and communicate with the kids and i think more parents should do that you know right. talk to your kids engage with them you know yeah absolutely and 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 engage at their level right so if they're exactly. really big into sports learn some about sports and talk with them about sports and if right. and if it's uh you know marvel movies then then join in join in the fun right i i read harry potter because my daughter was reading it and i wanted to know and be able to discuss with her then I was exactly. like, okay, they look pretty good. So I could read yeah. them some more. And then yeah. we would fight. Book seven came out, and now my son's reading them. And the three of us, we had to buy two copies because we were all fighting over one copy. We had right. all had our own bookmark in there. And I said, we got to have at least one more of these to, uh, mm -hmm. to read. Mm -hmm. so, and that's a great thing. And you're right. You have to engage with the kids and do it regularly. And, and just listen to your podcast. Uh, congratulations on your success, by the way. I, it's just the conversation. You can tell they're, they're really natural fun conversations that yeah. I imagine are happening with the microphone off or on. Doesn't, yeah, well, doesn't matter. I think you're having those conversations. This is this is the, the truth because um before we even started this podcast, this is how we used to engage with each other, you know. And um I just decided, you know, just just record it one day. <laughs> and right. that's how that's how it started, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. And and you know, great things come from little ideas like that. So uh, yeah, keep at it. It's been it's been yeah. fun to listen to. Yeah, I mean, we, we we want to branch out and do other things besides you know, <laughs> you know, comic book movies and and TV shows. You know, so that's why we're gonna do some books. Uh, we got a lot of books lined up, and uh, I'm glad that we got your book on this list of books that we're doing. Yeah, so so my and I think it's great, right? I mean, it's it's great that 
um, your daughter read the book and, and can ask some questions about it. And, uh, you know, as an author, that's, that's what you want. You want people, you want to engage with people. So uh, if you can do that, and, and as a parent, it's, it's tough. There's so many options out there, There's so many books and things to hear something that somebody's already read and go, yeah, um, you know, my kids really like that. Or, you know what, maybe this wasn't their favorite, but this one liked it and this one didn't like it or whatever. That's all good knowledge for, for a parent to, to kind of say, hey, let's, let's try this out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, um, I hope, I hope uh, when you get the new book, you can send it out to us and we'll do another review. Yeah, absolutely. I always, always like to get feedback, and uh, it was an absolute pleasure talking with you. This has been, uh, she, she, this has she's, been fun. She's been bugging me. She's like, you know, I want to read the other books. And, you know, the good thing is um, she thought this was book one, and, you know, she was like, oh, no, this is not the book one. But I said, you know, you could read it, and let me know if you're going to understand it. And you know what? She understood it perfectly fine. She she only had a couple questions here and there, but overall she understood the characters and everything and the motives and everything, you know, so you don't need to read the other books to catch up on any of the books. Basically. No, and that's what I, I tried hard and that, that can be tough with the series because sometimes you're, it's like, no, you got to start all the way back to the, uh, at the beginning. And I do notice that when a new book comes out, I do see a lot of sales of the earlier books, right? Uh, which, you know, as an author trying to make a little money on it, that's great to see. Uh, but I also wanted it, people to be able to pick up a book, get into it and, and read it. Maybe you don't, maybe you miss a little backstory, but on the whole, you go, okay, I get it. And I know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did a good job, sir. And well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great idea. And I, I think all parents should get a book like this from you, you know, get the math kids, you, you know, uh, what's the best place to get are you uh, Amazon or should we go directly to the uh, Amazon? Certainly if, if uh, my website is, is just uh, uh, the mathkids.com, you can read a sample chapter of each of the books. You can order directly. Uh, it'll take you to the Amazon link and, uh, uh, to do that, but you can, you can find out more. You can read reviews. Uh, the whole bit, like blog and what's coming up and things like that. So that's a good way for people to get introduced to them, just themathkids.com. Okay. And uh, any teachers listening to the show, um, they can get uh, a teacher's plan as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always happy to talk to uh, classrooms too. I've done that a few times uh, where kids just want to ask about, well, how do you become a writer? And maybe it's something about math or maybe it's something about writing or they just want, you know, somebody come in for, 20 minutes or whatever and do it Zoom or or if they're local I can I can come in to do it that's always fun as well okay that's very very uh very good uh, I think um any teachers out there listening to this podcast you know I, I it, he would be a great guest to have in the classroom all right and the and the kids are gonna love the book really well, yeah. well thank you I'm, I'm now hiring yeah. you as my publicist well you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own publicist. Why? Why not? You know, let's branch out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Pick up the math kids at Amazon or uh, at themathkids.com. All right. Thank you again for uh, being on our show. Right. Perfect. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.
I want to thank Mr. David Cole for being on the show. You know, uh, if you have any kids out there that don't like math, this is the best book to get get your kids. And you know, and and if you have kids that actually really like math, well, this is even better. Yeah. So you know, uh, if you have a bookstore, if there's still bookstores out there, you know, go there and demand that they uh, order some of these books. And uh, go online, go anywhere that you get your books, and and, and order this book. It's a, it's a great book, and I I, I definitely um, you know give my endorsement of it. Now uh, come back next week. We're gonna have more fun and uh, some more hijinks, and you know uh, leave a, leave a review on the show. We're gonna start reading some of the great reviews that everybody leaves soon. So you know. Next week, if you leave a review, we might even mention you. So, um, enjoy your life, enjoy your kids, and have some fun, and come back next week once again. Bye!